This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A, V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Hi, Katie. Hi, Anna Grace. I have so much to talk to you about. We haven't seen each other in like, I don't know, I feel like forever. Um, And we're not going to see each other this weekend because we're both traveling again. I know. I feel like I haven't seen you or like any of our friends recently, but then I remember the next few weeks I will be seeing you guys so much. So I'm just like, we're just going to save it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually a really good perspective because I was like, dang, I'm not going to see anyone until at least next weekend now, but we also have the whole weekend together. So that's mm-hmm. going to be super fun. And we're I know a little that we're cabin supp- weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing our little cabin weekend with all of our friends. And I know that we're not supposed to pack outfits, but I have Rent the Runway to use up. So I'm trying to find some like sweaters, something. That's why I bought my stirrup leggings because I'm going to have some kind of stirrup legging boot sweater moment. I'm already, I- already thinking ahead. As far as I've gotten is that my sister gave me a pair of snow pants that are like a deep magenta. And I recently got a new snow jacket. Although the only thing I intend to do is tubing. Are you skiing? Well, that's... uh, It kind of... I think I want to. I haven't looked at the ticket prices yet. So if it's like... Because uh, I'm going to be spending so much money. I'm just like, if I can get my kicks from tubing, why not? You know? It's still a really fun activity. You're romping about... And, like, being cold mm-hmm. is not my favorite thing. Well, you know, at least so far as me and Steph not going. I don't think Caitlin is a skier. So we could just have a party back at the house. I was thinking perhaps some yoga, a spa day, and we just vibe. Right. Something along those lines. And there's always the possibility that the mountain isn't even open because there's not enough snow. So then. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I feel so. like that was in. I feel like that was in the email. Uh. Yeah, we have an email leader. We are organized girlies. We're corporate girlies at the end of the day. We're corporate girlies. There's spreadsheets, there's emails. (laughs) That's just how we run our friend group. And honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. I also saw that you are planning your outfits for this weekend, which is unlike you. Um, Well, I do a rough plan. Okay, okay. So So I'm going to Florida, um, South, South Florida, to go see Haley. And then Marie's coming as well. And... So, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, gather my thoughts. It's also hard when I feel like you're going from a cold climate to a warm climate. It's mm-hmm. easy to not pack correctly. And I do remember one time I went down there and I, like, packed too warm. It wasn't actually hot down there. So but the worst is also being caught off guard on the beach and cold. Like, exactly. not having a layer. Like, that is crucial beach attire that people forget about. 
exactly and like we're gonna go boating or um we're gonna go fish on the boat and i remember the first time like i was like oh boat hot but you're going out at like 6 30 in the morning and like (laughs) it's almost dark outside and then you're like on the water and the winds are gusting and it was frigid so Mm. i'm like i need a cold cover-up for the boat but then when it gets Mm -hmm. hot later i need a different cover-up and i'm like people wonder why i'm high maintenance i need options and i got to be prepared for all situations a hundred percent we are not going to be caught unawares like it's just not going to happen i so overpacked for this past weekend too but i felt fine about it like it didn't inconvenience me at all like i just checked my bag and I got to use my new makeup organizer, which I love, CalPAC, sponsor us, because they responded to my Instagram story too, so they know I exist. Yes. Um, And I loved that. It made all of my like skincare organization and makeup organization so much easier. Does Very your skincare and makeup weigh like five pounds? Probably, honestly, seven pounds by the time it's all packed up because mine does. Probably. I should lay it. Or I should lay it. What am I saying? I should weigh it. Uh, just on the bathroom scale, just to see, because those things are not small, like those the big carrying. No, cases. mine fully like takes up half a suitcase by the time yeah, that yeah. toiletry and makeup is done. I did. Well, my mom got me one of these um measure like scale measures for your suitcase for Christmas, and I'm very excited ooh. about that. Yeah, it, is it one of the where you like hook it on and you lift it up? Hmm. <sighs> yeah, I should get one of those. I've only been over once, and I. I feel like that should count in Never Have I Ever or something. Like, I was over on the way to Austin, and oh, it was rough. I was already late. Yeah. I got stuck in traffic for an hour. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. <laughs> we have travel fits from this past week. We obviously have travel coming up. We have so many fun topics to talk about this week. We were texting each other being like, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this. Because I feel like so much happened. Almost too many things to talk about. It was hard to narrow it down. Yeah, totally. And I love that for us. I do love because it comes in waves, much like our jobs. I mean, the fashion industry just operates on waves. Mm -hmm. And some weeks are overflowing. They are aplenty. And some weeks are dry. Are we overflowing in work and fashion right now? (laughs) Actually, yes. (laughs) Yes, I. uh, We don't need to talk about that. But let's talk about something more. I'm so excited. Yes, Yes. let's talk about some of our topics for this week. Since we have so many, we are going to be having a hefty episode. Congratulations. Sit back, enjoy the ride, get your three beverages. And let's start off with the general theme that I feel like has been like the recent fashion discourse is like, can you have a fashion show or a fashion moment without a gimmick anymore? Right. Overarching, that's the theme of like at least two of our topics this week. It was one of our it moments from our VFAs was the, um, it was your moment, Bella Hadid, and it was that show. What was that? Caperni. Yes. yes, Getting sprayed. And then this past week, we had a lot of fashion moments, um, both in the celebrity personal wear and in the actual runway so let's jump into it at the scaparelli show we have yes, paris couture moments. week yes scaparelli we're big fans of scaparelli here we love daniel is it daniel rossberg i think so 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, Daniel Rossberry. So we're big fans of Daniel Rossberry over at Scaparelli. He does a wonderful job of pulling from Elsa Scaparelli's shocking and surrealist values that she founded this fashion house with, right? So this collection opened, and the theme of it is Dante's Inferno. Uh, I'm not well-versed in classic literature, so I don't know a whole lot about that. Um, I do know that it's, like, going through the layers of hell and all of that. And the fashion show itself was brilliant spectacular i thought um the outfits themselves were stunning but the thing that got talked about the most are these animal heads that there was three animal heads there was a lion a wolf and a leopard and they all represent different beasts that um were had to be overcome in dante's inferno they were all worn by like the top top supermodels of all time like shalom harlow she was the one who got sprayed at alexander mcqueen speaking of that bella hadid moment that referenced to alexander mcqueen's show and then you had naomi campbell wearing the wolf and then iria shank wore the lion's head um but also there's a second lion's head in attendance worn by miss kylie jenner so she was wearing something that was literally presented on that runway at the actual show at the actual show that she was attending which is kind of crazy and this is couture so in reality, most of these pieces that you see coming down the runway are one of one, um, except for we know that there's at least two of these lion's dresses and that Kylie Jenner owns one and probably will never give that up. Um, but the thing, interesting thing about couture is that since there is one piece, like you often don't see a lot of these pieces again because they go to people who can afford couture and people who actually can can afford couture don't want anyone else wearing the same thing as them and they also might not be as flashy that they own these things right like just private billionaires um but then our girl tina on bling empire she's a couture collector girly yes tina oh my god i need to finish that i watched the first few episodes and i was like i'm obsessed with her she only gets better so i'm excited for your journey Yes, but it was really cool to, like, start watching that and then follow along her stories because she went to a lot. She went to the Mugler show, too. Yes, yes. Which I, with another one that happening. I was like, oh, we could have talked about that. But anyway, back to the thing. So True. Kylie's sitting front row, obviously. She's sitting next to Elsa Scaparelli's granddaughter. On the other side of Elsa Scaparelli's granddaughter is Doja Cat, who is almost unrecognizable because she is covered head to toe, literally bald head covered in red crystals which i did see someone's comment that was like was doja cat supposed to be dante like the devil in this the whole narrative um okay okay. so i could see that at first it it did feel random kylie's like so those were the two like big fashion celebrity moments we're talking about at the show that generated a lot of buzz online was kylie wearing this lion's head that kind of got splashed over before the collection did um of the other animal heads and then doja just being head to toe by pat mcgrath who's like the og celebrity makeup artist and she spent like five hours in a chair or something getting rhinestones glued all over her body so katie i want to know your initial thoughts i was going to say like we just listed so much stuff and that in and of itself is so different than some of the other fashion moments that we've seen lately. This feels like the biggest attempt to orchestrate a viral fashion moment to date. And it included so many moving parts, like two major celebrities dressed, plus this like outrage about the animal heads and the conversation about animal use, animal fur use. Like there's a lot happening on the internet specifically about just, it's just the Scaparelli show, quote unquote, like just, I know, but like, it feels so cool to watch them orchestrate the media almost in like a multifaceted couture style. Like it's so over the top for them to have orchestrated this massive event. 
in all of these different, I, I just think it's so beautifully done and there's not always this level of nuance to the fashion moment, right? Like it's just splashy. It's just in your face. Um, I'm trying to think of like another big example. Can you think of anything like besides that show with Bella Hadid? And even that was like a singular moment. I think you're right that there's right. like a crux of four things. There's Doja, there's Kylie, there's the fact that the supermodels are wearing this, and then people are getting outraged by fur, which, by the way, PETA said they supported the whole thing because it's faux fur, and these heads are crafted out of foam. They're hyper-realistic looking, uh, but they're completely faux, which I thought was incredible, like the right. detail on there that. There was no is real fur used. Yes, exactly. So there's really like, it's generating outrage, but like fake outrage, and- I mean, and then there's the actual wearing... clothes too, like the Which actual are the talked about the least, <laughs> right? When the clothes are beautiful, like the clothes themselves, like I have seen a couple other creators also have this take, but that the clothes and the the garment that the heads are attached to are like the simplest in the entire collection, and they're they themselves are not super, um, like special. I know that like that's weird because the head is the main focal point, right? But like all of those other pieces that were part of the collection had like such beautiful detail and such like expert tailoring and all this stuff. Um, so it's just like it's all beautifully done. Hats off to the Scaparelli team all in all. Yeah, the collection itself had a lot of like sculptural moments. There was a lot of texture happening. I think it's my favorite collection that he's presented so far. Like the second look, I thought you would love to. It's kind of like that drop waist with all those pleats in it. And it's like that looks yes. like an actual wearable dress. And yes. I mean, I saved so many of these looks because I thought they were spectacular. And there is, you know, the other side of the conversation is like, do these spectacles distract from the collection? Yes, they do. But I don't think it's enough to put out a really good collection anymore. I don't think you're going to get the press you need to generate sales. And like back to the original comment that I made opening this is like, can you have a good fashion show anymore without gimmicks, whether that be celebrity or in the show or someone stumbling and falling, um, whether that was planned or not? Like, it feels like because there's so much noise it's so hard to cut through it without one of these stunts and I also want to applaud the incredible PR teams that pull these things off like the people involved to pull off all of these media events crazy like there's so much that goes behind every well not every article because there's there's a lot of bad like press that just like spews whatever but like a really well-crafted event like this like it's just um it's like a talent in and of itself. I want to be on the other side of it so bad. And I know one day, like, Katie, we're going to be in these fashion spectacles. Sign us true, up. True, true, true. If any, yes. like, media PR team needs some willing victims, like, I'll take an arm for it. Like, let's go. I'll literally do whatever just to be a part of this. Like, I will be your grunt worker. I'll run your errands. Like, I want to just be in the room. Exactly. Okay, so then the next show that had a bit of a wow factor to it for both the article to clothing themselves as well as, again, the celebrity in attendance, and that is over at Victor and Rolf, which we talked about Victor and Rolf on the show before. They're the ones that have that, like, creepy vampire neck, like, yes. uh, you know, hooded Like, your shoulders are thing. just up in your ears. Yeah. Which I thought was, like, a quirky moment they had done, but I'm like, I saw some photos- Is it a gimmick? Photos no, I saw some photos and they've been doing it since the 90s. I guess that's like just one of the things that they do. Oh, okay, cool. Good for them. Yeah. So anyway, so this show, um, 
it starts out with like three pretty normal looking ball gowns, kind of princessy 1950s pastels. They're glittering, right? Pretty. And then all of a sudden you see a dress that is like not attached to the model's body, but it's moving with her. And then you see different variations of that, of like a dress that's completely sideways and it's like attached to the model, but it's absolutely, she's not wearing this dress, right? Like she's wearing something else that's connected to it. And then one comes down that's completely upside down you can't see the model's face and i saw i I could tell i was like she does not know where she's going because like the walking (laughs) was not the fiercest but apparently they're communicating with her through a headset which is crazy wow so considering that she did a great job being a model is hard guys yes very not that we know by any um you know participating in that but even taking photos for instagram come on right exactly (laughs) for real for real though um so that the collection itself, like I thought was really cool. I was like, I like to see new ideas presented like this. I think if someone wore one of those dresses that aren't attached to their bodies on the red carpet, like it would be super fun. It'd be a super good wow moment. And it kind of reminded me of like if a four-year-old got a hold of like paper dolls, but didn't know yes. how to actually attach them to their body and they just stuck them sideways. That's what it looked like. And to actually pull that off is really incredible. And they hold the structure of the dresses. Incredible. Right. Like just like physics wise, it's a really beautiful construction. And I am so excited. I know that this was not your favorite gimmick moment of the weekend, but I am so excited to see Doja Cat participating in these types of shows. I think that this is the perfect way for her to enter the high fashion world is through this. Is this her first couture season? I feel like it is her first couture season that I've like She's been the moment, you know, like she is the one being photographed. Um, And I just love that for her because she is such like a quirky kind of off the wall girl. Like, I mean, bitch, I'm a cow like on YouTube. She was doing weird shit from day one. And my favorite couture week shows are doing weird shit. So are you going to walk us through what Doja Cat was wearing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) Sorry, I guess I just like, I assumed everyone saw it because it was a little bit um, outlandish, let's say, because she had faux eyelashes glued to her eyebrows and made like a little minute of facial hair happen on her chin. And then in addition to that, she's got on this really voluminous drop shoulder um, pantsuit And the outfit itself, I think, is really cool. It's this, like, gimmicky makeup, hair. She's got these blue sunglasses on. Let's hear your take. Okay. So, well, first of all, she said that she stuck the eyelashes on because everyone was mad at the Scaparelli show with her red bedazzled look that she didn't have eyelashes. And she was like, bitch, Pat fucking McGrath just did my makeup. Like, the best (laughs) makeup artist all time. And she didn't want to put a lash on. Like, we're going with what Pat says. So it was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek reference. At least that's what she said, how she spun it, which I thought was clever. Um, But the thing that falls short here versus, like, her and Kylie at um, Scaparelli, it's like, this just seems more of, like, a joke moment than it does a fashion moment. I think the mm-hmm. outfit she's wearing is fine. It's not wowing me. I think even if there was better glam, I still wouldn't really care for it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. But then the 
it just takes it to like a costumey level, like Lore Far- Farquad style is what I'm getting to it. I'm getting like animated Shrek prints. <laughs> it's true. Like, and you know, again, no, I'm, I'm I get laughing that you need, because like, I absolutely see it. No, I'm, I'm laughing because I absolutely see it. And I also think that that's just like kind of her, like, like I said, she's just entering her high fashion era. Perhaps she is struggling to understand her place in it all. And she's, uh, this is what she's going with. We all no, have No, there's some... no way. This is very intentional. Like we, we all have some, wait, so you think she looks good? Like, or do you think she doesn't care if she looks good? No, I think it was intentional to generate press. That's why you would glue eyelashes to your upper lip so and chin. So she's just doing it for the views. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's a gimmick. I think that's what she was going for. I don't think it was like an attempt to enter her fashion world. Like she's she's had incredible looks over the years. I just feel like she was like, I want this stage. I had a big moment three days ago. I bet I could top that right now. And she did. So then good for her. I know. Good for her. I'm just saying. I, 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 you I don't see, like it. I don't like it. I see why she did it. You don't she like it. We were successful yeah. at it. Um, but that's how people, you know, generate buzz about them. Gotta do it. And she did it. So next we have an update on the HR movements over at Gucci. As we said a few months ago, Alessandro Michele, who had been running Gucci as creative director since 2015, stepped down and they were looking for a spot to fill. There's been a bunch of fashion musical chairs around who's doing creative direction at which house. And Gucci finally announced who would be replacing Michele. And that would be Sabato De Sarno, who is an Italian design director who was working at Valentino and previously has worked at Dolce & Gabbana and Prada. So to the general fashion world, Sabato is very unknown, which Gucci has done in the past. Alessandro was unknown. He just worked on the handbag accessories team. Even Tom Ford, when he was appointed in the 90s creative director, he was still relatively unknown. He wasn't as big of a name as he is now. So I also feel like it's their way of keeping costs low because you can pay someone less who's not well known um, and like bring a new direction to the brand. But let me get your opinion on this. I heard that the, according to New York Times, the direction Gucci is taking after Alessandro's era is ending is to take it away from the fashion driven collections and products back into quote classic Gucci making it a classic Mm. historical brand they reference such as Hermes or Louis Vuitton Uh, I don't think Louis Vuitton's super classic Uh. I feel like they still have modern fashion elements to it Um, so I'm a little like yawn I was kind of hoping for a little more but also like Maybe I'll get my sexy Gucci back like I want. Yeah, here's my thought on that. I think that Gucci is currently like a really, it's a really hot brand, but it's not a um, a heritage brand. Like you said, I mean, it is in its essence, but the looks that they put out and the press that they generate about their product is not those products. Mm-hmm. It's like their jackets, their shoes, their sneakers. Like they're just in I don't want I don't want to be like in pop culture, but like kind of like that energy. I don't know. And so I definitely 100% see a difference between them and Hermès and Birkin. And to try to go down that route, eh, I find it a little like you said boring and also but also I do understand I think where they're going and that like in a potential like recession and like 
further divide of like where people can spend their money, ultimate luxury is going to be like where the big money's at. And if they want to like start to position themselves as someone who can like compete with Hermes and Birkin, maybe they need to start now. And I guess, like I said, we're, we're, I think we're both on the same page. Yawn. I really loved Alessandro's era. Um, as far as like the, the, the over the top, the layering, like, you know, I mean, dress like a Gucci model, like look like a Gucci model. And then everyone just puts on everything, um, on TikTok, you know, it's like, wear a vest, wear a scarf, wear a pair of pants. Yeah. So, um, I think we're in agreement, Jan, and um, I get it, but I hoped for more. But then I, I think about, like, Gucci's heritage styles, right? And I'm like, how many more, like, penny loafers, canvas-coated exactly. bags, and watches do we need? Because that's what they were known for in the 70s and 80s, right? Right. If you're really talking, like, heritage, besides some of the, like, iconic, you know, horse bits, the red and green, and the Gucci logo, if we're talking about, like, physical products, it's like... I don't know. It all just sounds boring, but I, I hope that that is just a, a generalized statement and that we'll actually see some ex- innovative design pushing forward while carrying the heritage of the brand. I think there's been a lot of good designers doing that lately. Again, over at Scaparelli, he's taken the essence of the brand, but has infused it with like modern energy. So maybe that's what we're going to get. It's it's the little, obviously too soon to tell they just announced this and I'm not sure when his first collection will actually be. Cause as we said, it usually takes a year and a half to two years to actually put together a collection and bring it to life. So the next Gucci collection you see isn't going to be like this entire rebrand. Um, but yeah, we'll see what I they have. I thought their I saw that their fall winter 24 show is going to be his first like complete show, which is in about a year from now. So that makes sense. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, so I think that fun. wraps up our topics of the week. Yes, which means that we can talk about our outfits. And this, when we get famous, is where we say, and this, so this portion of our episode is brought to you by la 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 la. And we're (laughs) manifesting that. So we are going to move into our outfit portion, which you can find on our Instagram photos of all these fabulous outfits that we wore. And we're going to tell you about them right now. We're going to tell you about why we wore them, where we wore them. Would we change anything about it? so that you, too, can develop your personal style. Let's go. Are you first this week? Am I first? I don't know. It's been so long. Yeah, I guess I had a guest episode last week. I want to say you're first, but okay. I'm usually wrong. But go ahead. Eh, eh, that's fine. It's our so, podcast. We do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> there are no rules. The rules are that there are no rules. All right. So I have... A lot of work outfits this week. I went into the office three times this week. And that is, well, by office, I mean I was in person around work people. And whether that's in the store or in the actual office. And I am just, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, not having a personal style identity crisis at all. I'm actually very happy with the way that I dressed to go to work. Um, but I'm just like, so feeling the difference between like the everyday person and myself as far as like the level to which I want to dress like I felt uncomfortable walking into work a little bit like wearing not like uncomfortable but just like like I said aware of wearing different things and it always gets comments I got a lot of comments this week which I guess is nice but do you ever feel like why are people commenting on my outfit every single second 
but like not in like the conceited way, but in the like, okay, example of this, we'll start in reverse. On Saturday, I went to a wedding and every single person there was like, oh wow, what a dress. And not everyone seemed to have a nice tone about it, which I don't love. Yeah. My thing with that is, (laughs) I mean, I guess it will sound a little conceited, but I just think of it as like, they're clearly like jealous to some degree and I I know I look good so I don't really care what you think no that doesn't sound conceited at all that makes me feel fantastic so could even like even even walking to work I mean again we said we work for a sportswear company people tend to dress casually and I don't want to and that's fine so why do you yeah exactly and like no judgment about if you want to dress casually Exactly. Like, I don't care. So don't comment on what I'm saying. I mean, if you want to give me a nice compliment, sure. But I feel like I have to let those like snide remarks pass of being like, oh, you're wearing heels. Oh, you take so long to get ready. And it's like, I'm doing what makes me happy. I'm presenting myself in a way that I'm proud of. And that makes me feel creatively fulfilled. And what are you doing? And on that note, let's talk about... Let's talk about these outfits. So um, I went into work for a big meeting on Monday and I had just got these stirrup leggings that I mentioned earlier um, in the episode and I got them. um, Actually, I made my first essence purchase. um, Oh, how do you shop on there? I do not understand the hype. It's awful. It's really difficult to navigate. I don't feel like they have a good amount of information about their products on their PDPs. It's overwhelming. They group the weirdest products together in their PDPs that are by different designers and like not the same style. It's bizarre. So I found them on Google shopping. Okay. So it was a suggestion (laughs) and, um, they're from Noda, um, which they were like originally maybe like maybe a little over $200 and they were, on discount and then there was another discount. I got them for $47 and I love that for me. Nice. But I would never pay more than $200 for these leggings. Oh yeah, what's I, the quality? They're good. They're thick. They feel heavy. They're kind of not quite as fluffy as like a scuba material or like a neoprene, but like mm-hmm. almost adjacent to that. They were described as velvet leggings. They are not velvet, but maybe that's just like the fabric they use. I don't know. Um, there's like a really nice um, seam line, like a exposed seam line like down the front and the back which I like really nice thick waistband but I cross my legs a lot at work and already just from literally like my knee being against the table under the table I have pills on my knees and I'm not about that yeah sue them <laughs> uh so that's two hundred dollar legging Chanat pill I know Perfect. even though I didn't buy them for that I'm upset because I shop on sale so that I can have the quality of $200 things if I wanted the quality of a $46 pair of leggings I would buy a $46 pair of leggings at full price so and that's the value of a sale people (laughs) um I paired it with this new white button down that I got from Gap I ordered two different ones this one is just called the big shirt um it's just like an oversized style and then I also got a weekend tunic version of it I haven't decided which length I'm going to keep the tunic is just like a little bit too long this I wish it was like a little bit longer but whatever Mm. um wore them with my suede heels that have like a really like rounded I was trying to describe this but they give me 80s vibes um red and white scarf pearl earrings leather jacket red lipstick I liked this outfit I was comfortable and um I got lots of 
like I said, comments about it for better or worse. Who's to know? But it was good. I bet we'll see a pair of stirrup leggings pop up in a year or two. At work? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So then my next outfit, I was going into um, one of our stores for a visit because we gave a presentation the next day and it was kind of nice to be able to go in and like prep yourself. Um, And so I wore my long denim skirt, my, uh, which is like from Croft and Barrow. It's thrifted. It's not like a nice brand, but it's got two really cute pockets on the front. The problem with this skirt is that like, I want it to be more low waisted than it is. It like rides up. Mm. Um, So that sucks. But um, with my like leather pocket sweater, um, I need more sweaters. I'm like actively on the hunt. I identified that need like two weeks ago. I've given myself permission to buy them. Can't find a single one that I like. So what are we looking for, for specifically? Mm, uh, one of them in particular I want is a crew neck blue. I mean, blue, black and white, thick striped, like fisherman. Oh, we knit did sweater. discuss this. Yeah. And I can't find it. And I, cause I want the collar knit to be white, not black. Um, and I want like a drop shoulder oversized fit. It's very difficult to find specific, very specific. Um, and yeah, so, but I wore this and I really enjoyed this combo. The like length, the wastedness of this skirt was not like affected by the, what is that? What is the word? What is the word I'm looking for? The rise. Thank you. The rise of this <laughs> the wastedness. Skirt. The rise of this skirt um, was, like, uh, hidden, but not, like, it looked good with the sweater, basically, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I wore my Sherpa bomber, um, my platform docks, a puffy headband, and some silver hoops. Um, Good outfit. Didn't really get any comments on it, but I really liked this outfit, so that's what matters. Next outfit is a... Rent the runway dress. It was kind of a panic throw into the cart. I tried to cancel my membership this month, but I was going to have to return the amount, the stuff, um, at a date that was like before I could get back to it. Like I needed to have it sent away on Saturday and I was literally wearing it on Saturday. So Mm -hmm. here I am paying for another month, but I swear I'm just, I'm like, I like the service. I really, really do, but I want to be spending that money on things that I'm going to buy. That's why and I, I feel like it. you had the exact same. Yes, you had the exact yeah. same thing. But um, it's really good if you want to experiment with your style and not be committed yeah. to buying pieces. It's excellent for that, which I feel like you and I both did. Like we yep. would experiment with things we wouldn't normally purchase. And it like does open up your mind to new possibilities. So, again, do recommend the service. But unless you like specifically need that many new clothes all the time, you might be better off buying clothes for your wardrobe. buying things yeah right exactly so the thing that I learned and was reinforced rather was reinforced by this um dress is that I like a drop waist so um added that to the list and I already knew I loved a button front so it's cute um it needed to be long sleeve uh it's I giving was Wednesday Adams freezing um yep I got that comment a lot and that's fine <laughs> I wore some tights and then I added those ribbons to love. my square toe ballet flats love I also loved it, um, except for I need to figure out a better way to do it. The first time I tied these, they were perfect. They did not fall down. And then something happened that I had to untie it and it was never the same. So like I need to figure out what needs to be happening with the ties so that they don't fall down. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, go ahead. 
Um, I think your satin ribbon is probably not helping you. If you got like a grass grain or something that wasn't as slippery, it would probably stay up better. Totally. I really love the look of the shiny though. I know. I do too. I'm just saying that (laughs) it's likely a problem. (laughs) And I already had this ribbon and this was one of those things that you're like, oh, I have 15 minutes. Let me try something brand new with my outfit today. So before it was, a big presentation at work, classic. Right, exactly, exactly. That is what I needed to be doing that morning, a hundred percent. So I also added in my pearl earrings and my hair bow, and I enjoyed this outfit. It was just cold. I can't wear a short sleeve in the winter. Sorry, it's no, I, it's not. I especially today, I've not been warm one second of today. I like. I today really was like to take warm. A I took a walk outside. It was like sixty degrees. I, I also went outside, but for some reason, this like, and the temperature is at 60 degrees on our thermostat. I mean, 60, 70 degrees at, on our thermostat. Like, I should be fine, and yet, I'm not. I am not. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's probably because I was in frigid Illinois. That is where this next outfit took place. And we got off the plane. It was like 19 degrees outside, and there's just something about a teen temperature that hits different. And you walk outside and you're like, damn, this is cold. This is cold. And I, it was not not fun. So it did end up snowing, though. And, like, if it's going to be cold, it, it has the snow, to snow is at least pretty. Yeah. Right. So that's nice. Um, I wore this to work from home and travel. We stayed um, with some of our friends in Chicago and then drove down to the place that we were going to a wedding this weekend and stayed at this giant like uh camp loft but like really I say camp because like people have like retreat team retreats there but it's really nice and hung out there so that's why you see bunk beds in the background I I was getting that (laughs) vibe but I like this carpet yeah they have really it was a really pretty space um there were like built-in bookshelves everywhere there was a secret movie room they have this old bar that they put in like it was um very cool so was it in chicago or where the wedding was no where the wedding was so that's where we stayed and where the after party was um it was very cool so yeah this dress i am obsessed with it i would buy it except for that it was 500 dollars, um or it is 500 dollars on rent the runway and that's also a downside of the service you fall in love with something and then you can't afford it never never um so yeah sweater dress with like a zip i've rented some midi sweater dresses from rent the runway before this one has a zip on the front and that is um a big win for me because i was like meh not really feeling the crew neck ones um Mm. and then this i was like yes okay this is what was missing from the crew neck ones also you in blue that doesn't happen often no it doesn't happen often this is a blue and brown dress oh it's Um, brown yeah, I know. I ordered it thinking it was black and then I got here and it was brown and I didn't hate it. Um, I just didn't actually really have any accessories to go with it because I don't really ever wear brown. Um, and I know like mixing brown and black is totally fine, but I was on the go. I didn't have the um, necessary space to be mixing and matching and trying to figure that out. So I just went with a full send on this. Um, I do have on some like silver earrings and my silver heart necklace, um, but you can't see it. I can see the chain, but like my heart is not visible. So whatever. And my mini Uggs because it was 19 degrees out. Uh, What's on my feet right now? Mini Uggs. (laughs) Gotta be, gotta be. Sponsor us Uggs. That is another one that we would be 
all over. And then my last outfit was my wedding outfit, not my personal wedding outfit, but the outfit that I wore to the wedding that got so many comments. And I love the way that I look in this outfit. I why were people hating? Because they were jealous. Literally, literally, <laughs> I think so. Um, one woman in the bathroom, she was like middle aged, and she goes. Um, I walk in and she was like, oh, I saw you earlier. I really wanted to say like, what a dress. Um, it looks really good. And I was like, it sounds like there's a butt on the end of that statement. And she was like, oh, I just wanted to know where you got it from. And I was like, mm, not sure if that's a lie or not, but I got it from Rent the Runway. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> so weird. People Do you so think weird. it's like, um, you know that episode of Sex in the City where Charlotte is a bridesmaid and she wears that like sexy black dress that's like backless and it's like a big scandal. Do you remember that episode? Um, yes. And I do. So one of Seth's friends was like, wow, way to upstage the bride. And I was like, it's not my fault that I'm pretty. I literally said that to him. <laughs> so like what? I don't know. I have like, he's also my friend, but um, like, I don't really know what you want me to do. And this is the perfect excuse. Like how often do you get to go to a January wedding? Like not that often. There's limited amount of times that you can wear a dress like this. And I was seizing my opportunity. Exactly. And like when and you I'm want people covered. to dress badly to weddings, like. Right, right, right. So I'm, and I'm fully covered. It's not scandalous. My shoulders are out. Whoa. Because it is a knee length, um, not bodycon, like sheath. It's like a loose bodycon. I don't know. It's not Slim. like tight. Yeah. Slim, yeah. Slim dress, velvet dress with this big neoprene bow on the front. Like this is a super cute, super me. I have a hair bow um, in my hair, pearl necklace, uh, some little, you can't see them, but they're like these um, little purplish pink square gem earrings, um, little beaded black purse and my black heels and tights. Uh, yeah. I like this outfit. Uh, how many pink glam. have you been to in the past year? Oh my god! Like I mean, half the weekends, it has to be. It it feels like it is. Um, this is one of eight for us this year, so that's going to be a lot of outfits. <laughs> oh my god! I have four. Yeah, so far. But it's fun. I mean, you get to experience a lot, and also like you know, half the time these weddings are all with the same people, so it's really just an excuse for us to all hang out. So that's fun. Yeah. And that was my weekend outfits. All right. I'm Let's gonna hear about yours. Kick it off. I was not traveling this week. I was at home and I actually took photos of myself every day. So pretty proud of myself for that. They're not TikTok screenshots. <laughs> yeah. And also the consistency of the like image, like the lighting is the same. The effect is the same. Like it looks good, like all in a row. I was really like trying because I was like, I got to get better at this. Um, but it's literally just my ring light turned all the way up, like full brightness. Like if you stare at it, you'll go blind. But you just take one <laughs> photo and it's off timer and it works. OK, yeah. so last Monday, this is a casual work from home day. I have identified that I need more like comfy pants that look good for working from home yeah. so that I'm not wearing sweatpants, but I don't need to wear jeans if I don't have to. Uh and that is a difficult quest. Also, ordering pants online, difficult. Yep. So anyway. I think that I've found my solve in that in skirts, which is like kind of hard too. Yeah, but I, I'm not And like, it's also winter. Like I don't want to wear a skirt. Like even if it's a long skirt, it's tough. 
Yeah, and I'm more of a midi skirt gal than a midi. Like, I'll wear a midi, but it's not my first choice. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's on the radar. But uh, here I'm wearing these free people jeans that I've had for a few years now. I got them at Belk during the pandemic online for like 30 bucks. So I really like free people jeans. They fit me really well and they last me a long time. So I made a little video on my TikTok about where to find the best jeans for under $100. That's one of my tips. Um, But go see the rest of them. Up top, I'm wearing my Target rugby shirt that I cropped and then I bedazzled myself. And I love it. She's super cute. She is a little cropped for winter wear, which maybe is a downfall. Mm. I really have to wear it with something high waisted. Um, and then I'm just wearing my Reebok Club C sneakers. So she was cute. She was easy. She made a viral TikTok in it. And now people are like, where'd that shirt come from? Actually, this one girl commented, this first comment on the video, she's like, did you get that from Target and then bedazzle it yourself? I was like, yes. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> she must have the same shirt that's so cute yeah and then okay i've been oh sorry no go ahead no i was just gonna say i've been on the hunt for a good white sneaker and i came across the reebok club sneaker um in my quest it i don't think it comes in like pure white is yours off white yeah mm, yeah so keep your eyes peeled if you see any good ones i do love the reebok so they are tremendously comfortable um mm. look at adidas that would yeah. do a similar thing Mm-hmm. Like a samba or something. Yeah, I've been actually. I have been on a sneaker quest lately for casual and like athletic sneakers. Um, and I want like colored sneakers, but that's mm. you know I'm a white sneaker girl, so it's like there's a mm-hmm. lot of weight weighing on this decision. No, totally. And we haven't pulled the trigger yet, but it's coming. Okay, so the next day, I ordered, speaking of jeans, a bunch of pants from Levi's and a pair of shorts because I've been looking for the perfect bootcut jean. I believe I said on here like two weeks ago, I ended up thrifting two pairs that were like are identical and I love, but I ordered the Levi's the night before. So then I got my pack of four pants um, and the pants I'm wearing in this photo are one of them. Two of them I sent back because the end scene was too short. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm five seven. Weird. How is the model that's... shorter than me? Yeah, that's so weird, right? And so I was like, "That's weird." Uh, and then I got a pair of the like '90s Bermuda short jean short, basically not like true Bermuda, but like a mid thigh situation. And the thighs of it were baggy on the model, tight on me. And so I was like, "Let's size mm-hmm. up," because I mean, I like the fit in the waist, but I don't want a tight. Whenever I'm wearing 100% cotton from Levi's, I size up at least one, sometimes two, especially in a short. Um, Mm. That's my personal experience. Yeah, and I know that's like a comment. I usually have to size up in shorts. I can't usually go true to size, which is so bizarre. Right, like what kind of sense does that make? None. Yeah, I don't understand because I'm like the other pants fit. But anyway, so the other one, the shorts are on the way back to me. Hopefully they look good. But these pants I was really happy with. So these are like the dad utility pant and they're mm. in like a e-crew like off white and they kind of have the carpenter style on the side of like the little belt loop and like the little pouch to put I guess a knife or paintbrush or whatever you're doing in th- there. Uh, <laughs> your tools. Your tools. I'm not a I'm not carrying any tools around. Maybe my tripod <laughs> I'll stick in there. But yeah. Uh so that inspired me to do like a winter white outfit and I again really excited about these pants. White pants are hard. I feel like they always make your legs look lumpy and I'm really happy with these. So for the rest of the outfit, I just did a, a long sleeve white top. I bought like three at a thrift store because they were all like 250 because I needed more like long sleeve cotton tops and they have been a godsend. So I'm really glad I did that. 
And then I'm wearing a this like really old Topshop belt I have that is bringing in like a dark color to tie in with my boots. The only really not white thing of this outfit. My few people really chunky boots that I've been wearing a lot lately. And then I have my white fur, my white Bottega bag, my like cream beanie. So it's like a blend of white, soft white. And then for the necklace situation, I have this like uh, vintage rhinestone necklace that reminds me of the ones that my grandma like left us a few after she passed. And they're like kind of just like old costume jewelry, not you know super mm-hmm. special, but it reminds me of that. And I love it. I've been wearing it a lot. I actually wore it earlier today. And then I have this like snake wraparound necklace and cream sunglasses. And this outfit, chef's kiss. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, I saw you also post a really good Instagram in this. Another, um, plug there to go follow us on other social medias obviously yeah um so I this outfit is um I love a winter white moment like it's it's so much fun and it's that in and of itself is the moment you are creating fashion moments oh it was snowing that day that is why I did that I forgot ah there it is that's the tie back Yes, it was a, a light snow. Um, it's really been a mild winter here, which I love. Yeah. I'm not hating on. And so I'm glad to see a little snow, but then it can go away. <laughs> so then the next outfit I wore going to lunch with my family. Came up from North Carolina and hung out for a few days. So that was fun over the weekend. And we went to go get sushi where my stomach got absolutely wrecked after that. But at least I look cute. And I'm wearing mm. the thrifted bell bottoms or boot cut flare jean or whatever that I just mentioned. So those are looking super cute. And then I just, again, I love them. Thank you. I just on a white top. I was definitely like, they were waiting on me because I was working until I got out of a meeting and then I had to get panic dressed. So I threw these on with these boots because I already knew that worked with one of these white long sleeve shirts. And then I pulled out this like forest green suede moto jacket. That's like blank NYC jacket brand. I think Katie and I both love. And then Bianca had given me this Aviator Nation like tie-dyed reggae colored bandana and I was like oh that'll be fun to like tie on the jeans I don't know if you follow this guy on TikTok and of course I'm forgetting what his name is but he's like this old guy that lives in Michigan who dresses like 70s and rock and roll and like always wears these Mm. spikes on his boots to walk on ice and he's like really hot oh I saw that yeah I've I've seen one video from him and as soon as you said spikes on the boot I was gonna be like oh and he's super hot (laughs) yeah Super hot. So, okay, so he kind of was like my intro for that because I feel like I've seen him. I'm always like, what do you do with a bandana? You know, like. Right. Like, how cute. am I supposed to wear this? But, like, they're supposed to be an accessory. Yeah. So, I like it tight on the jean. And so, my yeah. grandfather, because he commented on my Instagram and told me that. Cute. <laughs> and then I just have my little um Burberry suede bag and my fake Bottega dupe sunglasses that I bought before I realized that they were a dupe. But I love them. So, all good. And then next outfit katie swipe two is the mickey mouse sweatshirt that i'm currently wearing and that is because my sister just went to disney world and she surprised me with a sweatshirt i told her that my sweatshirt collection is lacking you know when you like stare at them and you're like i don't want to wear any of these except for like two that i wear all the time um so she got me this like crew cream crew neck cream sweatshirt with mickey on it it says walt disney world and that's in like light blue. And so I was like, again, in a pinch to get dressed. So I went with the white pants that I got earlier this week. I went with a denim jacket to like tie in the blue of the font. 
broke it up with a black belt and then wore my converse it was like pretty warm this day which was nice although this was like a little springy for my preference um because i was wearing like white and light blue but Mm. people love the fit so no i think this outfit's super cute and your sweatshirt is like kind of vintagey and you know i love a vintage disney moment yeah we're actually both wearing white crew deck sweatshirts right now isn't that funny yeah we are mine's a hard rock one yes i'm wearing my mickey one and then okay last outfit which i will admit is from today because i missed one but it's here and that's what matters and my goal was to style these Balenciaga dupe sunglasses because I saw Bella Hadid walk out of the Balenciaga show. Uh, this would have been in like September, and she was wearing these like silver alien like sunglasses. And I have been loving like the bug cat eye, like the bug eye sunglasses on here. I've been talking about it for like a year, and I was like, those are so sick. I can't spend six hundred dollars on um and then <laughs> sunglasses, I, right? Yeah, exactly. And then I found I think I stumbled on this girl's TikTok and she had like an Amazon storefront and it had like literally five hundred pairs of sunglasses in it, but these were in it. I was like, Oh my god, okay, cool. So I ordered them. They were like sixteen bucks. Um, they're absolutely insane. I wore them just like fucking around a few weeks ago with my like free people movement onesie. Um, this is the sparkles. In oh my it. god, I love that combo. Yeah, and my like hot pink fleece, and I was just—it was like one of those. I was kind of sad, and um, being absurd makes me feel a little better. Speaking of no, absurd, that is an, that moments. version of a lounge outfit. I am so here for <laughs> obsessed. So today I was like, let's try to make a real outfit, and I had pulled out this tube top as part of my packing for Florida, and I was like, metallic, cool. And yes. then my idea—I've seen a lot of people on tiktok talking about how you need um like uh, i forget the word i used to i made a tiktok about this today and i actually used the right word but like you need like friction in an outfit to like really mm-hmm. m- make it cool and like think of mm-hmm. like carrie bradshaw right like the stuff she wears doesn't like match there's always oh tension is the word i want to mm, use tension, like yes. things need to like kind of be juxtaposed and that's how you make like a cool impact so i was like okay we got silver we got metallic and then let's like even it out with like a pinstripe blazer and then a blue jean because I did have some like black pants pulled out and then I was like no like let's make it more casual and then I just threw on these Mark Fisher heels that look like the Bottega woven ones um the shirt also had pulled out for Florida by same rhinestone necklace I had talked about a few a uh, few outfits ago and then my silver mark jacobs bag and i honestly was expecting people i get this wrong a lot which is i mean just a critical judgment in my head i suppose but i like sometimes i like, post a tiktok and i'm like i'm gonna get ripped to shreds people are gonna tell me mm. that this is ugly and part of me kind of like i guess is that's not a bad thing if that, that happens because then people are just gonna mm. engage with my content and like boost it up but i thought people oh, were also just, true we're gonna like trash me for like these glasses and everything and you know, it's kind of good doing well so far. So no, I really am a fan of this outfit. I think you did a great job um, with your challenge to yourself because this feels like you, um, but obviously incorporates a funky um, element that maybe is like not something you would normally reach for, but you're experimenting and it is uh, like, it makes sense. Like I get it and I like it. So thank you. I also got those, um, the silver ones that everyone has that Kim wore with that blue dress, the Vanity Fair's after party, like the sport like kind. Like the plasticky ones. Yeah. Yeah. And they're cute too. Um, But this is my issue with like ordering sunglasses off of Amazon in general. And okay. I'm a Taurus rising. 
Um, mm-hmm. I like expensive things and they feel so cheap. Mm. But they look good, but they feel so cheap and that really irks me. <laughs> but again, we're not buying the Balenciaga version. So right. I will make do. So you'll, pro- you'll probably see another video coming your way about that. Although that'll be less divisive because everyone has their sunglasses. But anyway, that is my week in outfits. I'm very excited to come back next week and show you all my warm weather fits. Yes. Oh, that's going to be perfect. You're actually going to be getting a lot of, um, or rather you're going to be getting more Chicago fits from me this week because I'm going back to go dress shopping, which is a fabulous opportunity for outfits. So with that, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. This has been a three beverage media production.